do that. If we're just going to go live. Oh, good. It's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do, 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 do. Oh, there's no do, do. We're live. It's great. I love it. This I'll week, do it for us. This dude. week, you're the do, do, do. <laughs> do, 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 do. We're live. Uh, there. I've only covered James. This is like the third time I've had to do this without James. And every time we're done, I'm like, oh, man, you got to show me how to play that. The, the <laughs> intro. <laughs> I feel so bad for the guests. It's like, oh, no, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I bet they love it. They, I bet they uh, love it. They're like, oh, this is great. We're just getting into it. Perfect. I don't uh, need that intro. I mean, yeah. it's it's a beautiful intro. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's funky. It's got a little bass to it. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Improv Network Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Wick. And James cannot meet with us today. He is. He got called away. Uh, but we do have our lovely guest. One of our favorites, Shannon Stout, here to join me. Hi, Hello. everybody. It's good to hear and see you. <laughs> uh, awesome. So we were talking before uh, we went live. Yeah. I uh, want to hear. You were saying, Bob, Bob, you were saying that you were talking to a female, I'm guessing, identifying improviser. Right. And right. she was she was telling you that she was having. Oh, I, she just read. She wrote a post. I read. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, OK. Right, 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 right. Uh, and it, you know what? I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm just, you know, it's that thing. Uh, I probably have, haven't been in that position or like. You know, I don't know if there's a version of this because you're a guy, you're just kind of used to it. Like, oh, that's how mm. guys joke with each other. And mm. not that it makes it okay. Uh, it just, yeah. Man. Well, tell us more. Like, we were talking, but your right. viewers, oh, right. our audience, they don't know what yeah. you're talking about. So what, yeah. what was this post about? Okay. It started off really nice. It, and I've read, like, it starts off like a lot of improv posts. Like, hey, I, I'm so glad I, I started improvising. Uh, because I've, I've, you know, I, it's opened my eyes to like new things. Uh, I've met a lot of cool people, uh, a lot of funny people. Uh, but I've also met a lot of shit bags mm -hmm. and, and her experience, like she didn't go into any details, uh, but she gave me enough information to, to paint a great picture of, uh, of, you know, instances where, uh, her work was judged or it, in, a uh, joking air quotes manner, uh, mm -hmm. gaslighting her, or you know, someone basically trying to blow out her candle to make their candle brighter. Mm -hmm. And you know, knowing her, like one of my favorite people, just because she's always like an upbeat and like you're not someone who who looks for drama. If anything, she's I would say anti drama. So mm -hmm. for her to say it, I was really surprised that that anyone would bring that to her, you know, like, right. I don't, I don't like that, you know? So, yeah. Well, as I am want to do, I let's, let's like start way far away from this topic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, sort of way far away. Let's start uh -huh. like way far away and then like start like, let's like, you know, slowly inch our way back to this, the specifics. Um, so I was watching a show. <laughs> I was watching a show called The Movies That Made Us. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that one. It's so good, right? It's so right. it's so good. And because uh, they've got, you know, the toys that made us and they've got yep. all these really cool things and stuff like that. So the, the episode that I was watching was about the movie was Ghostbusters. 
and they were talking about uh, they were talking about Ghostbusters. Now, this is the deal. So I'm going to start even a little further. Uh, I the one the other one that I was watching was about was uh, uh, Dirty Dancing. Have you seen Dirty Dancing? Uh, yes. I'm, yes. Don't yeah. don't lie to us. <laughs> I, have an, I have an older sister. I was forced to watch Dirty Dancing. <laughs> But I also liked it, so... <laughs> so there. Yeah, there. it's a good movie. It's I've good. seen that. Purple Rain. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun. More times I would like to because when my older sister babysits, she gets to pick the movies. Hey, <laughs> so, that's good for her. Good. Yeah, she cultured you. I, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm well educated. And every everything John Hughes, I I'm I'm very familiar with too. <laughs> so in, you're so in, you're in like Flynn. It's great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you know about it. You know about right. nobody puts baby in a corner. You know about yes. all that good stuff. It's so great. So that show or that movie, the show was talking about all the difficulties that the movie had. So mm -hmm. it, first off, it had two female. Um, producers like the it had a female two pre, uh, the female writer female producer and they had the hardest time the hardest time trying to get this movie made and they were talking about how uh nobody wants to see a girl's movie that's too it's too sexy if it's going to be that sexy it needs to be porn it's too like it doesn't have enough like uh it doesn't have enough males and you know men in it where's this where's that there's no money for this kind yeah. kind of movie okay but they they struggled through and what patrick swayze basically broke his knees for this movie and really gave his body and it was just like uh it was really great so but they struggled they really struggled through. Then I watched the episode about Ghostbusters. And what was funny about Ghostbusters was, at least the way they were talking about it, was they were trying to make it sound like it had just as much, it had a hard time getting done. That's mm. what they tried to make it sound like. Right. But if you're looking at, and I'm sorry, what's his name? Who's, who, Blues Brothers, what's the guy's name? Oh, Belushi or? The uh, other guy, Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. So yeah. Dan Aykroyd is like, he's talking and he's like, you know, it almost didn't get made because we didn't have enough money and we were real scared. One of the things that they talked about was the rights to the the title Ghostbusters. They they thought that maybe they weren't gonna make, they weren't gonna be able to get the, the rights to this title, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, my point is that every time a uh, an obstacle came up, they were mm -hmm. like, yeah, but then, we, then the money came through and we did it. Uh, and then yeah. the money came through and we did it. And then the money came through and we did it. And I was like, this is such an interesting story. Yeah. And then they're doing all of the, um, what do you call it? All of the flashbacks of like, yeah, because Belushi was in it and Aykroyd. And then they've got, what's his name from uh, Groundhog Day and all the guys that were in Second City. Like, And they have all these yeah. like pictures of these dudes hanging out in second city right like yeah. and how and they're talking about oh they were so great and that those were the golden days and you could you could walk down the streets in new york and you'd see that troop with like those guys everyone knew who they were blah 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 blah. and i i tell you i'm thinking about it and i don't know if there was hardly one woman anywhere to be seen <laughs> right sigoni weaver anyway, hanging out in the way I way back yes. <laughs> Johnny uh, Weaver was sitting there. It was just really. I think my my point is, B, 
because it was comedy, because this movie right. was like a definite, I definitely was, it was definitely had all the, had the, all the bros from the right. second city in it and how easy or rather how difficult it was to make it look like it was difficult, difficult. to get like there's actual <laughs> obstacles <laughs> other than Harold Ramis making a phone call to somebody right. like, I need, I know I said a million dollars. Now I need a million and a half. That's you right. Know. That's what, those are the conversations that we're having. Oh. It was so interesting. And so, okay. And so now I'm, I'm working my, I'm working my way back to you, babe. I'm working oh. my way back. Okay. My point is that because it's all, because it was Second City, obviously it stands out to me because you and I are, are comics. Right. We do improv. This is what we yeah. do. And I was thinking, wow. There's, there is a, and we all know this, but really to see it like that was interesting. There is such a culture of bro-ness. There's such a culture of males that hang out together. And those guys are the dudes when they walk down uh, uh, New York, you know, and they walk down the streets in New York, they get recognized. There's this culture. And like you said, at the sort of top of this, where the comedy or the way they treat each other may not be right, uh, but it is the way they do it. And we can take the rightness out of it. It's just that it's so enclosed, right? Yeah. It's like, it's so enclosed that there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of room for anyone else, right? There's just not a lot of room for anyone, any any women, any people of color. And when we start down this long tradition, and I don't want to really call it a tradition, habit yeah. is even almost a better word. When we start down this like road of habit, then you start getting you start getting the people like that come in, uh the the golden women of like SNL, like uh Tina Fey and uh, you, you name them. <laughs> like you know like, I'm like I can't that, Tina Fey is the one that's in my brain. I can name her. Tina Fey. Molly Shannon. Uh, Molly Shannon. Thank you. Gilda. Gilda Radner. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, women. I'm really sorry. I'm I'm failing you right now. Uh, Let me mansplain you (laughs) what funny women are. We're doing great. But yeah, when you get it's it's all it's like an anomaly, yeah. right? It's an anomaly. It's so surprising. But they were there all the time. And then by the time that they arrive, there's already this there's this culture that's happening. Yeah. And it's so I for your friend, I feel for her because I know that there are there's this there's this uh questioning that happens in the female i would say like the any how about this people who aren't cisgendered white males right they're in comedy there's this questioning that happens when you get led into something or you get cast for a show or you get cast for uh for anything you think to yourself no you know like i'm hilarious i'm so funny but also am i am i being cast because i'm black am i being cast because i'm a woman Am I, what, why am I, why am I here? I should be here because I'm just as funny and just as capable as every other man here. And then, and then once you have that like weird doubt, then this is, I mean, it's not that that's when it starts happening. It's already happening, but you have, you also can't, it's harder to stand up for yourself, right? It makes sense because I mean, as performers, we already have enough doubt in our heads as it is. So Mm -hmm. just, 
something else that you know not not if it's true or not or whatever if it's to some a voice in the back of your head like am i here for the reasons that you just stated you know that's i couldn't i could imagine yeah uh, it's weird it's weird but you know no, there's no but there's also there's a i'm gonna put you on the spot here there is there are ways that in shows we can allow for people who don't look like us but, to shine right and so i'm wondering how do you how do you do that, Bob? How do <laughs> I know I? you do it. I know you do it because you're amazing and generous with your stage uh, time. <laughs> honestly, I so when I play with somebody, I always there. You know, like I like playing because we call it play, mm-hmm. and everybody has a thing that's like it, it's almost like we were all distributed toys. And everybody has <laughs> one toy, and I only get to play with that toy if I'm hanging out with that person. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, what is their toy? And how, like, I don't know if this makes sense. Or how do I, I love you this. know, I love this. how, how do I highlight yeah. this thing that makes them special? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, like it could be something simple like, oh, this person's a great impersonator. So, let's, mm-hmm. let's write some celebrity sketches. You know, let's get what's in their wheelhouse. Um, but also, like, can can I push them to do something uh, their comfort zone, but still in the wheelhouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be something they need as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then also be smart enough to know I'm not that smart. So listen yeah. to them, and if they, if I think I'm pushing them, and they don't want to be pushed, uh, back the fuck off, you know, yeah. and, and understand that. Because there are things I've never experienced I couldn't possibly tell you. I've never broken a bone in my life. Ever. <laughs> so if I see a car crash and someone had broken their arm, I'm not going to tell them how I would deal with it. Because I've never <laughs> experienced that. And I'm smart nice. enough to know. I'll listen to them. Tell, tell me what you need and I'll get it for you. You know? Yeah. There's so there's this is so good because there is that that tell me what you need. You know, man, the more I get on this show, the more yeah. I don't talk about the topics. <laughs> this is a conversation at the bar, baby. We, we are we are good. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. So, okay, so you said, uh, tell me what you need. All right, so tell one time. I was talking to this, uh, I was talking to this person, a friend of mine who, and we hadn't, we hadn't become friends yet, like really tight friends, but we were doing that thing. Like we should hang out sometime. We should, blah, blah, blah. we were doing that thing. And we yeah. had gotten to a space where um, we had hung out a little bit, but we were still like tentatively sort of like dancing around each other. I could tell that our relationship was just going to be dynamic and we were going to be besties. We didn't have know how to make that work. Right. Okay. And so I said to them, uh, they go by them. I said to them, I said, you know, you can, you can call me anytime. You can call me or text me or even um, like send me a video message or just reach out anytime. And at that point, I guess we had become friends enough where they were able to open up and they said, listen, I have, uh, I, I am what I, I am depressed. I have like an act, like a condition. I, I suffer from depression and I, 
it is very difficult for me to reach outside myself and contact people. It would really help me if you reached out to me more often. And so there was a really that I will never forget that moment because there was a ton of stuff that had to happen in order for them to feel safe enough to tell me that so that I could actually shift our relationship. And when you said, you know, tell me what you need, right? When you said, tell me what you need to improvisers, it's, it feels like there is, it's the same thing. There has to be a shift in the culture, in, in the culture at large, where the culture invites people to feel safe, wanted, valued enough, and for long enough, sustained enough that they look around and then finally, when you say the words, like you can just tell me anything, they can feel like they can say, listen, I feel valued here, but I need you to put me in the spotlight. Like I need you to reach out to me in this way. So there's definitely this like give, there's, it's not a give and take. It's like a, it's a culture shift. Like we have to, yeah, we have to make comedy in general accessible feel like a great space so that people can say this is what i can contribute on stage behind the scenes all of it yeah 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 um but i don't think they should have to always ask i think yeah yeah i think there's you know um because there's some things just because we're all human beings, we should just know about each other. You know, like mm-hmm. who 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 gets on the stage and well, I shouldn't say this. Yeah, yeah. But say who gets on the stage and doesn't want to be main stage, front and center. Some people don't. Some people are more comfortable. Like, hey, man. So I don't want to. I don't. I don't like talking to absolutes because I know my preferences. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna project them on somebody else. But uh, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, but the high percentage of people who do this. And want to want to be part of a show, want to have a moment, their moment, their you know, their spot. So yeah, yeah, it's true. And we have to also know we have to put. There's work to be put in to right. the people uh, or for the people that we work with, right? Yeah. I think a lot of the times um, we there is there's stuff. There's just stuff. Like for instance, uh, I had to ask. John Gebertatios, I had to ask him many times, please break down your name for me, right? Like many yeah, it's times. It's a cool name, had, though. It's a cool <laughs> name. He has a cool name. And, but in order to like pronounce it right, you have right. to practice and you have to ask. And not only did I ask him, but I asked other people, right. <laughs> like, look, I'm about to talk to John. Can, do you know how to pronounce his name correctly? And it was interesting what was interesting was, so I finally, I finally got it down. If you're listening, John, tell me if I still have it, (laughs) but like, I finally got it down. And what was interesting was in the, in the time that I've been doing improv, like with lots of other people, there are people who have been, who have called him all sorts of mispronounced names. Right. And to the, and not only are they mispronouncing it, and this, like, I'm waving my finger at those of you who are doing this, but not only are they mispronouncing it, but they're doing the thing where they'll say, you know, John Gebertatz, 
you, I mean, it doesn't matter. You know who I'm talking about. It, it, like literally those words, like it doesn't matter. Right. You know who I'm talking John G like, and they'll say like, it doesn't matter. You know who I'm talking about. It's like, no, 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 it does. It, it matters a lot. Matters. Yeah. It matters so much. And if we do the, if you do the research, then that person, the next time you talk to them, they feel comfortable in your space. One of the right. things I tell my students, uh, you know, I ask, how about this? I ask my students and it's hard to do is to be mm -hmm. vulnerable with your culture. Right. Yeah. So if you wear a hijab, make reference to that. If you eat foo-foo, make reference to that. If you say jumbo, make reference to that. If you, whatever it is that is in it. Oh, and the big thing is use your cultural names, right? Name people oh, yeah. like things that aren't whatever yeah. it is. Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your version of Mike? Yeah. Steve. Or, yeah. Steve. You know, yeah. uh, what's your, what's people. your Michelle? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like like and that. so you'll find people that, you know, come from all over the country. And then right. when they play with, or rather they come from all over the world. And then when yeah. they play with people who are Americans, they drop their culture completely because they're trying to make right. room for you. And can you imagine like, even if you're American and you're, I don't even know, mixed culture, some, somehow dropping your culture completely to provide space for someone else because you assume that they're not going, they're, they're going to laugh or they're going to feel uncomfortable. Like you're doing so much dang diggity old work for them. Like you do some work, y'all. You do work. Go Absolutely. do work. Pronounce John Gebertatios's name correctly. Do the work. Okay, I'm done. I've no, no I, I think people should. <laughs> also, the work doesn't have to be that hard because again, cultures are different but human beings aren't so different we can't you know uh you care about your family members you know work sucks for the most of us mm -hmm. and like there's things in life experiences that are same across the board and you can connect there but then get into the specifics that do make us interesting the the cultural mm -hmm. things that we grew up with you know mm -hmm. uh and and have fun with it there yeah uh, yeah bob Bob, Ooh. I've never asked you, where yeah. are you? <laughs> where am I? Like speaking my of, location? Yeah, where uh, are you? Where? I'm in Michigan. I'm, I'm You're in Detroit. Michigan. Have, yeah. Okay, okay. And have you grown yeah. up in Detroit? Yes, yes. Uh, I grew up in like a, a suburb of Detroit called Westland, which mm -hmm. is yeah, which with that upbringing, if I would if me now would have met me when I was 12 or 15, I would have been so annoyed with myself and how how oh god the blinders this kid had because most of my cultural references and stuff like that were from movies. Mm. Uh, uh, I I have a, a really good friend. I get his name is Gary and uh, he's he's a gay man. Uh, I did not know he was gay because he liked baseball when I first met him. Uh, like I. I thought obviously every, until my God, early twenties, uh, because of my my you know the world around my small world around me and miseducation. Uh, I thought it, all gay men were like Nathan Lane from uh, what is that, The Birdcage? Like <laughs> that's that's just what a gay guy is. Like I, I you know like there was no hate in my heart. Just like that's just what they do. Hey, they're afraid of pier piercing toast. That's what they are. <laughs> you know, like well, that's cool. I mean. 
<laughs> I love that movie. But you grew out of it, Bob. Yeah, well, yes. Thank Tell God. Tell the people you're done the with world, that. <laughs> the world grew. I learned. Uh <laughs> And I wonder, I wonder how that affects you now. Like what, how you move through the world that's different. Um, well, I honestly, it, it's, it, it's so like, so going back to what I was talking before, like, I'm kind of glad I, I, it, it was embarrassing it, that having uh, the blinders taken off was embarrassing because at that age, you think you know fucking everything. You think, man, oh, man, I, I can tell you anything about everything. Um, so, you know, having, having, you know, again, the blinders taken off, like, it was a really good lesson. Because, mm -hmm. okay, if I didn't know that, what else did I know? And it was really cool because, um, you know, I got to listen more instead mm -hmm. of just, you know, it's... It, it was like I was a bad improviser because I already know where the scene's going. So I don't right. have to give it my all. Now I have to take a step back and let the, you know, and be taught things. And, you know, I'm still learning. It's, yeah. it's a process. Uh, yeah. But uh, I feel like I have to learn a lot less. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like, I love that because even I remember I was, I was talking to a, a black woman. She and I were taking a uh, a drive somewhere. It was a while back, and um, I said to her, she she said we were talking about dating. That's what we were doing. Right. We we're talking about dating. Blah 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 blah. Talk, like dating. Oh, this man and that man and these men and that this type of man. And I said something like, "Ellipsis, Nigerian men, right?" ellipsis <laughs> and she was like my dad's nigerian and i shoved my foot in my mouth oh. so hard i gagged it like it was it was such like it is interesting because even within cultures like even right. i'm sitting next to a black woman it, that thing that you said i know everything about Right. Is the yeah. same. Like I was like, I'm a black woman. I know everything about black women. <laughs> right. How is it? It's, I don't. Right. And I don't even, it was so interesting in that moment to think to myself, Oh, it's not just, it's not just the things, like you said, it's not just the things right. that I don't know. I don't know. Like if I didn't know this, what else don't I know? It's not just like me walking down. Oh, oh, I don't, I know I don't know anything or very much about Japanese culture, right? And so right. when I'm around a Japanese person, I might tend to either be ask more questions or yeah. be more uh, just aware of myself as far as culture goes yeah. and what are we talking about? But that's a, that's an obvious space, right? To me, it's obvious right. because I can see that there's a difference between us. I know that there's a difference between us. But even in my own culture, even within our own cultures, and we're like, oh, you're a black woman, I'm a black woman, or I'm I'm a white man, you're a white man. And like, I love this. Like, I didn't know he was gay because I thought he played baseball. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I, I well, made this assumption. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, Gary's offense. It, with my own definition, I was way gayer than he was, you know? Like, <laughs> but, 
<laughs> we just we never know how no, gay like we it's are. So, like we never know I'm, you know but yeah uh, it's like you have to be aware within your own right. with it with everyone yeah. with every yeah. single person even the people that you think you know you still have things to learn and all of that translates right uh, you said it um onto the stage right yeah. how do we how do we make room for people? How do we be quiet? How do we listen and let them show us and teach us? I love, Absolutely. I mean, well, you also said that end part was like, I know, like I used to feel like I know where this scene is going, right? That like right. that feeling of, I know, I'm gonna walk out on stage. I know exactly where this scene is going. Mm. As uh, older improvisers, like now I, I, man, I'm so much better. I'm at least better. Yeah. I'm not great. I'm so much better at like, here's an offer and then leave it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and see where it actually, I want to be surprised. I, mm -hmm. I'm so glad I don't know everything because that'd be such a boring world. Yeah. If y'all were just a bunch of things made out of a cookie cutter <laughs> and then just had to exist around each other. Oh man, I would be so bored. It is. It I is. mean, when you're young, there's a comfort to that. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I just assume... If I just assume my way is the right way and everybody's like me, then there's no danger because we all know the rules that I made up in my head. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, the world's not like that. It's a shared experience. Um, yeah. yeah, that that comfort is so interesting to me because when you teach, I mean, as a child, right? As a child, right. you... Mm, uh, Different children have different things. It, it, but like, if we'll yeah. take with, for my childhood, I'll just speak for myself. As a child, yeah. um, I had I knew what the routine was. Like, I right. I had the blessings or the comfort of knowing where I lived, how like where my parents were, what to expect for dinner, what to expect for breakfast, what day to day looked like. And so you bring that like knowledge, like obviously everything looks like this onto stage. But as you get older you realize like we're talking about like people just leave live completely different lives from you and it doesn't matter what they how they show up in front of you they you don't know what it looks like when they're not in front of you and if you can bring that that surprise that you're talking about to the stage like here here's an offer oh, you yes you make an offer i that yeah. is surprising i want to be surprised so that i can so we can build this story together and that Right? That's how that's how life is supposed to be, Bob. We're supposed to what? all be building a story oh. together. Getting these blunders off. Ah, that's news <laughs> to me. No. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh like, okay, let me ask you this. Is there a way to to learn to learn about other cultures without impeding on your friends? Or is there a proper way of doing that? Because I, I, I do feel bad because, you know, if someone looks different, it feels like it's their responsibility to explain what their culture is 100% of the time, mm -hmm. rather than just like, I don't know, the, the, the proper etiquette, if you will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, with this, like you said, this is a bar conversation. I, right. What... I, I know that there are some things that I've done because like that's a huge question, right? What's the proper way? I know that there's some things I've done. I've definitely just looked up like yeah. why I, I've looked up my own shit. Like, 
why why people be really obsessed with their sneakers? Why? Why are you so obsessed right. with some Jordans? Why? Like, what does that, why? Just why? And then you look it up, you go down this rabbit hole, you start to understand like, oh, so, so many reasons why. You get into Spike Lee, you really get into a lot of Spike Lee, a Spike Lee joint, and that is awesome. Um, but yeah, like, instead of Netflix right now, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm sorry. But Netflix is annoying, but they are making it real easy to just be, not even culture, culture is the wrong word, but just go beyond what you would look at. Like movies, for instance, I'm watching a lot of in indie movies. I'm watching a lot of uh, uh, LGBTQ mo movies, just okay. like, mo just, and, and from friends of mine, it's the worst. They're like, these movies are the worst. They re do not represent us at all. Like, do, like, but the oh, idea no. is they're terrible, apparently. Oh, but, no. But the idea is you get, you. I at least I can say to someone else who is in the queer community, did you see such and such a movie? Oh, God, wasn't it terrible? Like, you know, does, right. like, so instead of taking this movie as uh, representative of, of the culture, this movie is in the culture. And that's what we're trying to do, right? Like oh, okay. Uh, okay. So my when you started when when you started talking about this, my first thoughts went to uh, are you familiar with the Kevin Smith movie Chasing Amy? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because that's how I was introduced to, oh, that's the lesbian culture, you know? Right. And if she just meets the right man, Ben Affleck, right. <laughs> it's like a light switch. You can just you know. Uh, uh -huh, and, and, uh -huh. he, and he has gone forth and like that is more of a science fiction movie than a cultural movie and i th that's why i like him because yeah yeah mia copa buddy um <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh but yeah because i remember like people being upset like this is not our culture and like because no one pierced the toast i guess i don't know i i didn't know what what was what back then uh i make funny but yeah, I guess that would piss me off. I yeah. really, really would. Yeah, it's like that's not who I am. That's not representative. And now that and now I walk through the the yeah. world, and people are like, "Right, I totally saw fill in the blank whatever movie." And I right, I know you right. now. No, that's not. No, that's not, how that's it not works. me. <laughs> that's not me. And that's and that's not why you're supposed to be watching the movie. You're supposed you're yeah. watching the movie not to learn about the culture right yeah you're watching it to to speak on it to like right. oh i saw that i saw that movie so such an offer right to put yeah. them like i did you see such and such offer and then you wait just like you said then you wait for the surprise <laughs> what what are we talking about here you know because i guess like i don't know it, I, I guess one could just Google every culture. What does this mean? What does this mean? And you could do that, but right. I think that your instinct is right, right? It's not on a person to, because when you said, when you said, I'm from Detroit, when you were like, I'm from Detroit, I was like, obviously you're from Detroit. All your friends are black, right? Oh yeah. And I hang out with <laughs> Eminem and we're all on eight mile and sometimes Robocop comes around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't. It doesn't sound like any of those things are true, Bob. What? <laughs> Me and Marshall are like this. It doesn't sound like any of that's true. 
Uh, I was almost in D13. That's D12 plus me. And it just just didn't work out. I don't have a tight flow. It works out. I I don't have a tight flow. (laughs) I do not. Uh, Actually, I was like, we, uh, we, I went to, (laughs) I went to a festival in Atlanta one time for improv and everybody was so surprised at how polite I was because I was from Detroit. <laughs> not everybody. There was, I, sh- I, no, I shouldn't say everybody. There was a woman working like the, the concession stands that also sold beer. It's like, oh, Detroit. May I just say, you have been very polite this weekend. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> All right. You see? You see? Yeah. Everybody has a stereotype. Everybody. <laughs> Like Detroit, you're from Detroit. Oh my gosh! Like, oh, are you? You're super hardcore. How gross is it up there? How, yeah. How much jail time did you spend? <laughs> have you spent in the jails? Right. It's Can like, I see your prison test? I don't know. Right. No. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Um, those are. Yeah. Those are. I feel so, like. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, so maybe we should make um a distinction between the the actor representing themselves and possibly what because you know there's culture and then there's like the culture of the home like i'm polish Mm -hmm. but i would i wouldn't say i had like a polish upbringing i don't know like maybe a catholic if if because you know i had to go to church or something but like our what your version of your home is is completely different Mm -hmm. than what uh google might say about you know a polish american Um, I love that. So maybe we should make that distinction other than, you know, oh, we need to, we have a guy or a girl or someone who represents, who looks like this race. We should kind of wedge them in there. And right. Yeah. No, I love, I love that distinction. The idea of just being, making it accessible, making it, comfortable for people to represent what their home life is like yeah because you don't yeah you absolutely don't know i'm talking i had i was talking about like me me talking to somebody who is japanese right sure the japanese culture as at large may be different but that person's home culture may be completely different than what i think it looks like right and so giving them the space to do whatever it is that they do at home. Yeah, that is a that's a big deal. It's interest it's really interesting cuz it's you know, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of my own home life. Are there things in your home life that you think like when you go home to your parents? Right. I'm making an assumption here. But when yeah. you go no, home no. to your parents, is there things in your home life that are just that are interesting that are uh right. Well, yeah, I, I would say, well, we, we talked about last week, like um, the beats of a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is that relationship? Uh, yeah. How do we show and how do we show that? So I guess if, if our job is to show things on stage, uh, mm. the first example that came to my, my mind, my dad likes to show people he loves them by feeding them. And, and, and sometimes he's not that most organized guy. So he's like. You know, I have some ch- some KFC I bought three weeks ago. You should have some. Like I do, I do not want that. <laughs> I, don't want it. I I I am good. Oh come on! Or he doesn't understand the diff- what a vegetarian is. 
uh, I was dating a girl. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, if, if Jen comes in, I'll make chicken. I'm like, you can't you can't make her chicken. It's, it's She's a vegetarian. It's not meat, Bobby. Uh, it, yes, it, it, a chicken is an animal. <laughs> So it's it's that thing like he like he just doesn't get it you know see see Shannon that's part of the reason why I had blinders on like this is this is where I was raised. Yeah, I <laughs> like, love it. He's like, like yep. I love that. My in my family, my when I talk to my mom, especially on my like on the phone, my mom and I spend a good, I would call it two minutes, right. like maybe three. We spend a good two minutes actually saying the words hi mommy hi shannon hi mommy <laughs> hi shannon and it sounds just like that like i she picks up have you done that she, since you were little like is that uh, how you used to greet her in the morning or greet you in the morning i don't know it? how that showed up <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like, she, she picks up that's my shannon and then hi mommy and it's in that register and i like i mean i talked to the woman yesterday where it was we we're still doing it <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i call i call my mommy mommy i call my daddy daddy you know i'm almost 40 daggone years old and i that's not that's, to them <laughs> not to them <laughs> You're their little princess or whatever they call you. Yeah. I am. That's and adorable. I have man, it's it's the greatest. And I think like I I I was even in a scene once where I was on the phone playing someone's mother and I I I in I incarnated my my own mother, right? And I was talking to them and they actually stepped out of the scene. They were like do you talk to your own mother like this? This is ridiculous. I was like, I do talk to my mother like that. <laughs> I yeah. do talk to my own mother like this. And they're like, oh, okay, sorry. We stepped back into yeah. the scene. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Live an interesting life and show it on stage, right? That's awesome. And I love it. I just love how sweet yeah. it is. It just, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. It's it's very saccharine. But <laughs> but that's how we that's how we communicate. And I wonder. Right. I would just, I wonder how many people are out there sort of cycling back to what you're, to the, the very beginning, the origin of this conversation, how many people, one, don't, don't bring themselves, their full right. selves and their full home experience to the stage, at, period. And then uh, the underside of that is how many people are not opening up the stage for people to do that. Right? right. And yeah. And it's, it's interesting. It's, it's hard. Like I'm, I am sad. I, I, I sad isn't the right word. Cause I was going to say, I am sad for your friend. I'm not sad for her. I'm just like disappointed you know, yeah. like stuff like that is, I, I sound like an old well, man. I'm just, just, I'm not sad. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed, right. you know, that that right. stuff is still happening. Yeah. Well, about the same time I, I learned that, that about Gary, uh, I also learned that there's people in the world who thinks that women aren't funny or they're like, I never knew that. Like, so going back to my childhood, like I, I had an older sister. I looked up to her. She taught me about mm. cool things. And to me, she's one of the funniest people I know. So I, w I didn't understand the conversation of 
And so, you know, like something happened in one of my classes and my, my teacher set someone straight and I, I, I loved it. And like, it's great. And it, it, I still use those words in similar situations, you know, like, mm. you know, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. It, yeah. It's hard to break the, the, any stereotype is hard to right. break. Right. And then yeah. what sucks is that once a stereotype is there for long enough, the people that are victim of that stereotype wonder, wait, is it, is it true? Like I've no, I know women who have said, oh yeah, I, I, I would, could never do comedy. I mean, women aren't right. funny anyway. Women who have said that. Wow. I could never do comedy. Women aren't funny anyway. What? What do you, what? That's, do you hear yourself talking? That's so, oh. <laughs> and it's so painful, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Who, who who knows where they came where they came to that? Did they come to that? Did their right. fathers teach them that? Where did that even come from? Like, where yeah. did it come well, from? You know, I, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. Uh, no, I was good. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think about so many people who have opinions on comedy don't do comedy, but they think mm-hmm. they know what comedy is. Mm-hmm. And I think about traditionally you what like 80s 80s comedies you usually had probably a a lead guy who was going through through something and he was the wacky one and you always had like the female lead who had to play the straight man or play off of it and that takes so much talent but it gets underappreciated because those aren't the lines we quote Mm-hmm. So here, here is this poor actress doing all this extra work to make sure her scene partner looks funny, which is something that we should strive to, and doesn't get any of the credit because the people judging it are not in the know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's that it that it's hard to be in the know when the know is just wrong, right? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, argue with that. Right? <laughs> You know, because the the no at the time, like being yeah. in the no is like, yeah, we all know that women aren't funny or we all know right. that fill in the blank stereotype here. Right. Um, and so if you know that it's hard to it's hard to change it. And then if you're right. already if you're part of that stereotype, it's definitely hard to change it. Wow. Yeah, that's annoying. Oh, it is annoying. I'm like I'm annoyed for you. <laughs> but that's the thing. So it's like it's one of those things where women, people of color and uh, like marginalized people uh, listening to this podcast, thinking to themselves like, oh, good. Bob is annoyed for us. Yes. What they're but at the same time, what's actually happening is like, yes. What is Bob going to do? What can I do for myself? Because usually people are already doing it. But if they're not doing it, you know, yes, bringing your culture, staying staying in jobs and positions. It's so freaking hard, but I, you know, the people who stay in writer's rooms, when marginalized people who get into uh, writer's rooms and uh, any backstage, any stage in front of the screen, behind the screen, whatever. And then they're feeling all these terrible things. They're being treated in terrible ways. But if they leave, then we don't see them. I don't see them, right? right? I like I don't get a chance. I, the consumer who is gay, black, whatever, I don't get a chance to see that that person that I am being represented 
wherever it is, SNL, what Netflix, wherever it is, I don't get a chance. And so it's, it's, yeah, stay, staying, oh, oh, I don't even like to say it, but like somehow staying, somehow getting your name out there so that people can see that you're doing, you're doing the work, the work is actually being done um, so that I can follow it, right? Because yeah. if I can't see it, I can't follow it. I was, what was I watching? Oh, it was some stupid movie. I'm always watching some dark, dark movie. But some <laughs> some lady was trying to be a, a television producer, a black television producer. And she went to the station and she was interviewed by this black woman. And she sits in the chair and the woman is interviewing her, interviewing her. And uh, she says, she says something like, well, you know, your boss isn't even going to hire me something, something. And she was like, ma'am, I would be your boss. And it was like, oh no, she is the television. Wow. <laughs> Not oh no, but like, what? It's two black women talking to each other. They're both in power. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I was watching, oh my gosh. I was watching, and I don't watch this crap, but uh, <laughs> doggone it, The Falcon and- Oh yeah, um, Winter Soldier. Thank you. I, I failed your nerd test. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I didn't get to watch it because I was watching four hours of Justice League. So I watched that too. I, I I went in and out. I was like, I don't have to watch uh, all of this, right? I can I can watch the dishes. Right? That's a healthier way to watch it. You you're Dog a better person it. than I. Oh my gosh! So I was watching after after definitely my my poor partner was like, "Are you gonna watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier?" And I was like, "Is it about a bird in?" Uh, in the mountains in the Himalayas is that what this show is about because I would a bird in the Himalayas sounds really fun to me yeah. <laughs> he was like no it's not about that anyway so I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier right and it, within the first within the first I'll say 10 minutes okay within the first 10 minutes I'm sorry I'm sorry that there is uh, the new Captain America, like Captain, like Captain America yeah. dies. Oh, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. And he hands over, or he gets old, he hands over the shield to yeah. Falcon. Falcon. Great, yep. great. I'm doing so good. I'm doing great. You and then, <laughs> then Falcon meets up with who the the guy, the black guy in the robot suit, uh, who is not machine. <laughs> sure, Don maybe Cheadle. that's it. Yeah. Yes, Don Cheadle. Thank you, Bob. This is working so welcome well. To our, welcome to our MCU podcast. Uh, oh where Shannon God. explains every movie in the MCU. <laughs> I feel like people are like, I can't I can't handle this. And they're just turning, they're clicking no, off just right now. No, more viewers. <laughs> people want this. <laughs> Give it to them. Okay, Please. so they've got that dude falcon and what did you call don Cheadle? falcon and don Cheadle. okay so yeah they, they meet up in like i think I the smithsonian the <laughs> i would watch the falcon and don Cheadle if john Cheadle had to play himself <laughs> it'd be so good he's dope oh uh. my gosh i love it so they're in the basement i guess of the smithsonian museum yeah. and they're talking they're just talking and i'm sitting there and i'm watching it and I literally said out loud, oh my God, it's two black men talking. And Gus was like, 
uh, Gus, my husband, was yeah. like, uh, okay, I, are, all right. I was like, do you see what, do you see the power that Disney is wielding right now? Like these two black men, they are yep. high ranking black men talking. They're not fighting. There's, they're not getting shot. They're not, there's nothing bad happening. Their yeah. women aren't being taken from them. Nothing bad is happening. In fact, they're uplifting each other. You know, yeah. they're talking about work, just like, Hey man, you're going to take the shield. You're not taking the shield. That shield's yours. No, I'm not going to take it. I'll call you later. Whatever. So like, <laughs> uh, I want you to write episode two and then I'll start watching. <laughs> I'm going to write episode two of The Falcon and Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. My, I think what my point is, I think I was talking about, I think I was talking about being seen, representation, right? Like, if if I hadn't seen that scene, like, I think I would have, I, I wouldn't have even known. Like, I, I don't, I don't even know. I, I just, I, what I know is that. I felt like, oh my gosh, something is happening here. Yeah. And it's and it's happening in such a way that is fantastical. Like Disney knows what it's, I, I yeah. think, Disney knows what it's doing. They're putting up rep- representation. Um, and because of that, I, Shannon Stott, who am not interested in this world, I'm just, I mean, it's fun, but I'm not interested like the fans are interested. But I was interested enough to stay around for the that entire like episode, I'll probably watch the second episode and start to Google like who is working behind the scenes because somebody somebody had that thought, Bob. Somebody was like, no, 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 no. You're gonna put these two black men in this seat and you're gonna leave them the fuck alone. Excuse me, but and just everybody, shh, quiet. Yeah. Let them talk. Let them hang. Yeah, it was great. It was so interesting. Anyway. I've lost my train of thought, but yeah. I definitely probably told the producer, no, we're not going to uh, map this out like a scene from the wire. Uh, we're just <laughs> right. going to like let these guys do their thing. I know that's what you're comfortable with. And that's what's worked in the past. And we had two <laughs> black men talking, uh, but sirens no. just like, boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop, right. Like where's it have to, we've got to be in Baltimore. Gunshots right. have to go off. No, it's like, it was, it was so good. And I'm trying real hard in my brain to connect our very beginning of this conversation. But I'm telling oh. you, like, yeah, the, it's like culture wise being represent, being changing. That's it. Changing the environment, changing the culture, yeah. changing what we see. Right. So we go all the way back to dang diggity old Ghostbusters, right? (laughs) And that is one culture. That's what we saw. That's what was represented. That's the that's the only representation that we had. And then we move into a space where two black men can talk to each other without being bothered. And they don't, they're not talking about sex, drugs, or rock and roll. They're just talking about work. Like that's another culture that is being represented. And if we can find somewhere in between where women are on stage not talking about men right <laughs> also yeah. in the same sort of idea then then your friend is going to have a space where she is starting to feel like she can open up on stage that she's not dealing with you call them poop bags I think. Yeah. Like, she's not dealing with those people you know and then yeah. yeah we can bring our stories we can bring our stories to stage just the whole thought of knocking someone down just to make yourself feel better 
under, under the shroud of comedy just Mm-mm. yeah oh man it's well yeah. all right well I, I i hate to stop us but we, we did have a time it. we did it we, we did <laughs> so that's the our our you know beats of the scene part four <laughs> This uh, is like sub. No, this no, was Falcon, no. Falcon and Don Cheadle. Oh. That's what this one was called. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I appreciate you so much for for taking me on this because yeah, I like really. I, I hope other people read her posts and get as upset as I did mm. because I think that would help change the environment. Um, and I, and you're absolutely right. It does need to change, and yeah. we can change it. It's it's not that hard if. If I can take off my blinders, everybody else can. Uh, cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, it is my pleasure, Bob. I Thanks for having me. I, anytime you want to come on, you know you're welcome. You know you're welcome because it's always fun talking to you. Uh, so what does James usually say right now? Ah, <laughs> this is what he says. Uh, well, first of all, is there anything you would like to promote? Before I, I do the spiel, always, just yeah, always uh, visit me on uh, improv on and off the stage. You can go to shannonstott.com, take some classes, and uh, find me on all the all the all the things: Instagram, Facebook. I love talking improv, just like we're talking here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, folks. If if you're listening to this and you want, if you have some suggestions and uh, how to change things, uh, please post mm-hmm. them. I would love to hear. Com- uh, we got to keep this conversation going. That's how things change. Uh, and uh, until then we'll see you next week uh, check us out on our Facebook page check us out on the the Improv Network f- Facebook page and on their website the improvnetwork.org uh, if you haven't signed up already please sign up start your own profile they have so many cool resources for you to check out uh, and also check us on Gabber Media if, if you don't want to look at my face but want to hear my voice that's cool I get it uh, <laughs> check out the podcast uh, thank you so much again, Shannon. Thank you so much. Appreciate My you. Pleasure. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye. All right. Did I end the bye? Oh no. <laughs>